0: to the Real Appeal Podcast. This is your host and writer for your entertainment corner, Kelsey Lloydzell, And with me today is my co-host...
1: Mark Salcedo. Hi.
0: You don't sound <laughs> sure of your I know, name. I know. I always do
1: that. Like, whenever we record, I'm like, shit, are the levels okay? Are the levels okay? The levels are okay.
0: But Hi. the level of your enthusiasm sucks. Oh, I'm sorry. Because you're like... Hello?
1: Hi. Mark Salcedo from ScreenGeek. Huh? <laughs> What's going on?
0: What's going on?
1: Don't, what? don't do that. Don't take that song. Get away from don't
0: me. Don't take that song. <laughs> <laughs> Look. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That song is all about saving the planet.
1: <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Really saving the planet, you say? Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what's never saved the planet? What? Your sarcasm.
1: I don't know. Ever since I became less sarcastic, we've gone downhill. Just look at the economy.
0: <laughs> I do think tr- you're less sarcastic. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about?
1: Oh, so what you're saying is I need to step up my game. Gotcha.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> totally excited to be here today. <laughs> I totally didn't have a, a near anxiety attack in the middle of my kickboxing class. So Wonderful. Wonderful. Like the bread. Is the bread called Wonderful? Oh, Wonder...
0: <sighs> There's a real estate company called Wonderful. Are you serious? It's called Wonderful Real Estate. Oh,
1: God. I They should probably sponsor us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're up in Shafter.
1: Shafter? Where? Is that a place?
0: Bakersfield.
1: It doesn't exist.
0: It exists. No, it
1: doesn't. Stop lying.
0: It's a big... Industrial development up there.
1: Doesn't exist. Got it.
0: <laughs> I have to make a joke, but I'll do it later. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I don't want to say it on air.
1: Okay, gotcha. <laughs> <All right.
0: laughs> um, You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Real Appeal to Ease in Real. Um, you can email us at therealappeal at gmail.com. If you could please... Mm, uh mention us wait if you could review us yeah
1: (laughs) people are like yeah i'm gonna mention them (laughs) and that's it just some random folk
0: i've read this more than a hundred times this is the first time i've read it and it confused the fuck out of me (laughs) hasn't
1: changed it's been like that since i don't know maybe episode five or
0: something i know (laughs) Anyways, we'll get noticed. (laughs) I don't think we deserve to after that. Yes, we do. Uh, (laughs) Lists of segments for this week's show. Mm -hmm. We got the news. (laughs) Our recent review of Eternals. Our variety time. Kelsey takes a ride on the Bebop. That sounds very wrong.
1: (laughs) No, it's totally cool. It's hip. It's Mm. jazzy.
0: What's the name of their ship?
1: The Bebop. (laughs) Better take that back! we take that disgust back.
0: <laughs> um, our geriatric cinematic is Jason and the Argonauts, which came out in
1: 1963.
0: Mm-hmm. And what's your topic?
1: Here come them guys sticking their noses in other people's business.
0: i Fixed it for you.
1: Did you? Yeah. How was it before?
0: I don't know. I have to look at the other.
1: i uh Let me let me
0: look at the other docket.
1: No, it's not important. No, Look,
0: it's important.
1: No, 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 don't point out my faults. I, nope. I, do, I do that you plenty of times myself. You said, let me find it. It's right here. <laughs> here
0: come them gods sticking their nose in any other people's business. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> it's okay.
1: Yeah. Thanks. Welcome. Hmm.
0: So, uh, Mark. Yeah, yours? What's going on in the news?
1: Uh, okay, so what happened in the news uh, last week? It was announced that Takahata will adapt Alejandro Hororowski's graphic novel The Inca. Is that Inkal? Inkal, right? Inkal, I
0: think. The Inkal. Inca.
1: Yeah, let's say let's say Incal. <laughs> as a film. I, I actually th- I, I I specifically put this on the docket because like two episodes ago we talked about Hororowski's Dune, the documentary, mm-hmm. and. I saw, like, you know, he, there's that section where he talked about the combo. He worked with, like, the artist, like, Morbius or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I remember looking at like, damn, man, that looks fucking crazy. That'd be dope as a movie. And, and now they're <laughs> going to do it. They, <laughs> yeah.
0: they heard you.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, Watiki, Watiti is co-writing the script. Um, as he's co-writing the script with a uh, freaking collaborator, Jim, uh, Jermaine Clement. No, Jermaine. Yeah, Jermaine, Jermaine Clement. Uh, the guy behind what, what We Do in the Shadows, Fly the Concords, a bunch of other very, very funny stuff. And Peter Warren, who was behind Ghost Team and The History of Us. Um, so before the announcement, you know, I still didn't know what that was about. And I, I actually never really heard anybody talk about this this graphic novel apparently it's like huge in france it's like the biggest i think it's like the biggest comic book in france at the time it was released it was like the biggest at the time like 68 or some show when
0: i was reading through this part of the docket it Mm -hmm. said that it's the biggest graphic novel ever
1: oh just period like period damn i need to read that um so for those who are not in the know the incal Incal (laughs) is an epic epic space opera centered around shabby pi john
2: uh default default
1: Defool. uh who happens upon a mystical artifact known as the ink and an object of great power coveted by many factions across the galaxy uh it goes a little bit more about what it's about but um i actually really want to read this comic book this graphic novel now um so yeah it was you see it was filmmaker and, and writer Hodorowski and french artist Mo- mobius who unveiled the humanoids title at the end of the 70s um and it's saying it is the highest selling sci-fi graphic novel in history mm-hmm. uh let me see oh yeah okay so this is what this is what he had to say he said the films and the graf- the films and graphic novels of Hodor- Alejandro Jodorowsky have influenced me and so many others for so long uh, i was stunned to be given the opportunity to bring his iconic characters to life and i'm grateful to to alejandro forabris and everyone at Humanoids for trusting me to do so. Uh I'm I'm I feel from like the pictures I've seen of this comic book of this graphic novel, this is totally like up Wattiti's alley. Yeah. Like his style filmmaker. This is totally his shit. Mm-hmm. Um Let me see. What did horowski said in humanoids when humanoid CEO Fabrice Geiger Geiger. I wonder me to, if
0: Ruby, if she's related to
1: Oh, H. R. Geiger. Mm-hmm.
0: Probably because he was in on this shit too.
1: Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. Uh, Introducing me to introduce me to what uh work. It became an obvious. It became obvious to me that he was the one. Uh, I fully trust what Ta- Taika's creativity to give the Incals a uh, stunning take, intimate and at the same time of cosmic proportions. So. <sighs> I, I think, I, I, obviously, it's. it's Batiti has been a director who has proven himself like time and time again. Um, I think it's really interesting that Horowski is giving this to him, mm-hmm. which is like, okay, because, because from the documentary I remember, this dude would not let anybody touch his stuff like never like like for example like like he's so personal with like doing right like
0: well because he was letting everyone touch his stuff actually yeah yeah but he wanted to direct it
1: yeah 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 and like this one like i feel like this he maybe he he might be i don't know maybe he's a bit more closer to this material because of how how big it is and seems like this is something he's
0: he, he worked would. on it forever with mobius yeah 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 so but also he's still like oh i'm around like i can still help him
1: yeah so i think the fact that like what that he said this like about what tt about him doing his work it's like okay we're gonna get we're gonna get like some crazy shit like it's in it's without a doubt it's, it's in good hands yes yeah that's it on that that's it mm-hmm. i don't care what's next
0: Leonardo DiCaprio, <laughs> he's going to play uh, Jim Jones, who's an infamous cult leader in a new film. Uh, MGM has mm. forged a seven-figure deal, according to Deadline, um, with for Jim Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, so Leonardo DiCaprio is in consideration for the lead role. Mm-hmm. Um, the So Jim Jones was a leader of the People's Temple cult, Um, under his so-called leadership.
1: Jones is not the right? Right. Okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Over 900 members of the people's temple in Guyana were killed on November 18th, 1978, um, either by drinking cyanide laced flavor aid or being forcibly given the poison, uh, which was the case with children of the members Mm -hmm. or they were gunned down by Jones's followers. Um, His name is still notorious um, to this day. And the place where the massacre occurred is actually now called Jonestown. Mm -hmm. Which is funny because I used to live near a place called Jonestown in Pennsylvania.
1: Was that one of his locations? Oh, shit.
0: And not in Pennsylvania. Well, like,
1: because, like, Jim Jones, like, he started out in America and he went to Guyana because, like, the American government was, like, coming after him. Mm. and i know he set up like settlements in like (laughs) Well, that would probably
0: be a great spot for it
1: yeah yeah exactly like a lot of of land and shit like that
0: um so yeah um so dicaprio is producing jim jones under his apian way productions banner and um alongside jennifer davison who's the president of production of apian Mm. um the script is being written by scott rosenberg who has worked on Con Air, which I love, uh, disturbing behavior, which I've never seen, mm-hmm. and recent entries in the Jumanji franchise in Jumanji: Welcome to the Jungle, uh, and Jumanji: The Next Level.
1: <laughs> Holy shit! Wait, hold up, hold up. Let's take a step back. Let's th- okay. Okay, do you know anything of like of of Jonestown oh. <laughs> and and all this shit? Like do you know anything about Jim Jones and Jonestown?
0: I only know in passing that he basically convinced a bunch of people to kill themselves.
1: Yeah, so he started so like Jim Jones is one of the most famous like cult leaders ever. Mm-hmm. Okay, especially because of how many bodies
0: were found. Were
1: found and everything, right? Um he like they I think there's like a couple of documentaries on like on netflix about the guy if you want to check if you want to check him out um but he was like super fucking like wild and he was crazy during like the end of like his before like jones sound happened he was taking like acid super paranoid what had happened was uh so this is a spoiler for history what had happened was that uh, an american official uh like a, a governor or s- i think like a senator had flown down to, to guyana right because he was hearing that like there were americans there and and like well uh, there were a lot of americans there but he was hearing like some of these americans want to take off so he wanted to like uh uh scope it out right he brought like reporters with him right mm. so they go to Jonestown, right mm. and like first of all it's like um Jim Jones has already kind of like put this ploy of like, oh yeah, everything's great, everything's fine. You know, showing all those people like working these farms and everything like that, which is it was a basic, it was basically like s- slavery and sex slavery and all that kind of stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. However, uh, something had happened that really got the senator's attention. He was like, "What the fuck?" Right? And Jim Jones like hits, like I said, he was already super paranoid. So he 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 thought the senator is going to like send the military here. Okay. And there's actually a story of somebody that the senator was with, like a reporter. um, Somebody who was in Jonestown went went up to that person and and like shoved a note in his hand. It was like, please get us the fuck out of here, right? So they leave. Okay, they're about to get on the plane. It's like a little like Cessna plane or whatever. They're going to fly somewhere else, right? They're about to get on the plane. Then the people on the plane see these jeeps just like catch up to the plane and just mows down the plane, kills the senator. I think almost everybody in the plane died. Just, dah, 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 just takes everything down, right? Mm-hmm. That's at the moment where Jim Jones is like, all right, everybody's gonna die. Like, <laughs> we gotta take out everybody, right? <laughs> so he does the Kool-Aid thing. I think, uh, I don't know if I've seen footage of it or if I've just seen pictures, but like, there are people pouring these vats of like flavor aid and stuff, like that, and sugar, and then cyanide, stirring it, in these like big fucking like cauldrons type shit, right? Mm-hmm. And And Jim Jones is like, all right, this is the time to go, blah, 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 all that kind of shit and everything. And people are just drinking the Kool Aid. There are people who don't, who are not wanting to drink it. And they're like, their partners are like forcing them to drink it. They're making their kids drink it. Anybody who tries to get away is getting shot by Jim Jones' people and shit like that. There were some actual people who actually got away. Um, And then at the end, like, Jim Jones goes out somewhere and then blows his brains out. And like, there's hell. I remember seeing the helicopter footage of just bodies fucking covering up the land and shit like that. Um, so, do you say this guy's pretty crazy? Or he was pretty crazy.
0: Yeah. He did everyone a favor.
1: <laughs> the thing that blows my mind is like <laughs> um, the person who's writing it, <laughs> Scott Scott Robin, Ro- Rosenberg? Okay, he's on Con Air. Okay, discern behavior.
0: He did the Jumanji franchise. exactly
1: the Jumanji franchise,
0: and Catboy Bebop. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, whoa, that is an impressive fucking like, <laughs> like a stretch. Like, good, bad, good, bad, really re- bad.
1: A very eclectic uh, <laughs> uh, resume mm-hmm. of, of work and shit like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I think I've heard this has been in the works for like a while, like a long while. Um, so it should be interesting. Uh, Anything else? No. All right, what do we got next?
0: Next, we are going to do our recent review of Eternals. Five years ago,
3: Thanos erased half of the population of the universe. But the people of this planet brought everyone back with a snap of a finger. The sudden return of the population provided the necessary energy for the emergence to begin.
4: do we have
2: seven days
4: we're eternals we came here seven thousand years ago to protect humans from the deviants why didn't you guys help fight Thanos or any war, or all the other terrible things throughout history. We were instructed not to interfere in any human conflicts unless deviants are involved. By who? We need to find the others.
0: The synopsis is The Saga of the Eternals, a race of immortal beings who lived on Earth and shaped its history and civilizations. Directed by Chloe Zhao, written by Chloe Zhao, Patrick Burley, and Ryan Furple. It stars Gemma Chan, Richard Madden, Angelina Jolie, Sama Hayek, and Kit Harington. Also, it has Camille Nanjiani in it, if anyone cares, and Brian Tyree Henry, who's my favorite mm-hmm. person ever.
1: <laughs> paper boy, paper boy, get up on that paper. I, look, that <laughs> is done plenty of work, but to me, paper boy, paper boy, paper <laughs> boy um all right so eternals marvels eternals the next this is what the third marvel film of the year um black widow shang chi and then now this oh yeah
0: mm-hmm.
1: you you forgot black widow didn't you mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> damn i like that movie too i know i know but i was in new york
1: oh yeah that's right you saw and it also that
0: fucking theater had like no good sound system in it it wasn't like out here everything rumbles and shakes and everything and i was just <sighs> like wow this is like listening to a movie like I can't even listen watch movies without my soundbar it's like listening to it at home without a soundbar bar.
1: Mm. was it or was it like uh what's that what's the what's those record players i think it's like a stereograph or something like that
0: oh like but the, they're like not in stereo they're <laughs> mono
1: <laughs> it's a monograph <laughs> came out to like one speaker one speaker <laughs> one speaker in the back right corner <laughs> I'm going to make that a thing now. Can you turn up the speaker? <laughs> uh, okay, so Marvel's Eternals. Um, Who boy. Okay. I, I, I checked this movie out. I, I got a screener for it maybe like two weeks ago. And I've actually kind of been sitting on this movie for like a minute. Like really trying to process it and see what they were doing. Because it's, it's different. It's not like a whole lot different from like the, their Marvel, their typical like Marvel films, but you can tell like they're they're trying something different. They're making it more, a bit more serious, a bit more arty, you know, especially with Chloe Zhao, who uh, won the Oscar for No Man Land last year. Um, so you can tell like, all right, they were trying to do something a, maybe like a little bit more mature, um, which I found out this is actually like the first PG 13 Marvel film since like Ong <coughs> uh, Lee's Hulk that was like fucking 10 15 years ago
0: i don't get that they're trying to make it more serious
1: you didn't think you didn't think the movie was a bit more serious than like i don't
0: think that was like their intent Mm, okay i think that's just how the director directs
1: oh chloe's out yeah and how she was like writing the script and everything
0: and besides they did try to throw comedy in there and i really don't think it worked in her favor
1: yeah because she's not mainly known for uh a comedy director exactly uh more serious kind of like thought-provoking character studies and stuff like that um so i i, I did enjoy it like i said there's a lot of glaring issues that we will go into it uh in a bit later i kind of actually felt like i should watch it again which i i wanted to before we recorded but i didn't have the opportunity to because from what other people have said they like they're like oh it like deserves repeat re- repeat viewing because you're kind of like wait i don't know how to take this and you go out again you're like all right i see how this is what they're doing um which could be a plus and negative for marvel because it could be like, okay cool more money but it could be it could be, it could be negative like no, i don't want to see it again yeah um so I'll, I'll start by saying like i did enjoy it not a whole lot um i was already very skeptic going, going in because i knew little to nothing about eternals mm-hmm. um I've even read, before this, I read, like, Neil Gaiman's run of, of Eternals, and that was all right, but I wasn't really feeling that too
0: much. Which is real interesting, because you like Neil Gaiman a lot. Is the thing, I really like Neil Gaiman's stuff.
1: Maybe because I was, like, reading it, like, late at night, and I was, like, half asleep or something like that. Maybe I just kind of need to give it another go or something, which is already not showing promise. If I've said this about, about this comic book and the movie. <laughs> uh, Kelsey, so what, what did you think about this movie?
0: It was all right. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't like Angelina Jolie with blonde hair. I also really just don't think she fit in this movie.
1: Really? Why? Why you say that?
0: She's a first of all, she's a different caliber of actress. Mm-hmm. Second of all, she has such a heavy presence with little to no dialogue, which is real interesting.
1: Yeah. Now, are you saying that because of of the character or because of, of because it's Angelina Jolie?
0: angelina jolie
1: you know i kind of feel like that too like because like i mean not to like well not not to like let's say shit on like some hayek's career or anything like that because she has a pretty prominent career as well but like angelina jolie it's still like above her a bit so Mm -hmm. she kind of like really does stand out like i think sama hayek had fit fine in this role as kind of like this leader type of of motherly proportion and stuff like that, which I think it worked well, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, like seeing seen Angeline Jolie. It was kind of like, all right, that's kind of like, like, wait, what? like, why is she in this movie or something like that?
0: Yeah. It was distracting. Yeah. To say the least. Mm-hmm. Some Hayek, I felt was interesting because they try to build her character a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they also take that away from you at the same time they're giving it to you. So it's, like, should I get attached or should I not? Mm-hmm. Um, I know that doesn't make sense to the people that yeah. are listening, but I think hopefully you understand. No, no, I get it. I get it. Um,
1: like you, like you felt like, let me see if I, if, I, if I can equate that or quantify that. Like you felt like she's there, but at the same time, like she's kind of not there
0: in the scenes that she is in but also like throughout the film because mm-hmm. you know like what happens Yeah yeah. Like it doesn't make sense to me to I don't know. It's like they want you to love her like Iron Man or something. Not Iron Man like mm-hmm. or they want you to love her like
1: like how like how the characters are like have how some of these characters like how Gemma chan and richard madden richard madden's character like how they love and respect her
0: like a mother figure
1: yeah 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 you know i i can't i get, yeah i totally get what you're saying because yeah like she has like this mother figure kind of thing but it's like
0: they don't give it enough time
1: yeah which i think is interesting because this movie is about like two hours and 20 minutes or something like that mm-hmm. and i think i i, I think of one of two things um either a they probably actually to give this movie more time or b Cut off what I I noticed a lot was a lot of exposition dumps. Mm-hmm. Like almost with every scene like something would happen with the, with certain characters, then they go find another character, exposition dump of what you what we just saw. <laughs> like they kept doing that, and I was like, Yo. I remember
0: that that happened at the end too.
1: Uh huh.
0: Like I'm not gonna give it away, but like one of the characters <laughs> caught up with another character and brought them up to speed with something that we already knew
1: mm-hmm.
0: and there's like like why
1: yeah it why was, it like, was like yeah they
0: could have been like oh i gotta tell you something and went off screen real quick yeah yeah or, or we
1: were just moving with the rest of the group yeah or like when they caught up with them and you know the other person goes like oh okay i got what you're saying i know where you're come from or something like that like okay cool like we understand that they understand yeah, like, what we like just come saw.
0: back into the fucking reaction shot yeah yeah, yeah
1: exactly no yeah, yeah which <laughs> this Fuck. Yeah, and like I said, this movie was doing that a lot. And that, that's the thing. Like, it could have it could have like gave more time to like really like get in with these characters. Like there's there are a number of characters that like work well together. Um, like for example, uh, where's her name? Lauren uh Rodolph. Ridlof. I really liked her character, especially when she was rolling with uh Kamal Nanjiani or um Barry uh Keegan I think his name is. Uh the guy who played Drog like when they were, Yeah, when they were like together, I liked their chemistry, like their banter Which back one
0: and was Makari again?
1: She that was the speedster. The oh, oh, was yeah, the, it was yeah. The, it was the de- it was the death the death person.
0: Yeah, I liked her too.
1: Yeah, so her character was great.
0: Um more awkwardness I saw um Cersei always seemed kind of like what the fuck (laughs) i'm like okay Uh um i could give two shits about icarus really i really give a fuck about him
1: i actually really liked icarus
0: well i just did not care Mm -hmm. because you know like just the choices he made Mm -hmm. just didn't make a lot of sense
1: Mm, okay
0: throughout okay until okay. the very end when he finally makes a choice and it's it makes sense even for what it is mm-hmm. but then i'm just like okay now i just whatever
1: <laughs> you, just, you, you cared so less about that character you're like whatever
0: and i and i thought the very end uh-huh. was hilarious
1: okay uh Okay, I'll, we'll have to talk about that in spoilers. Yeah,
0: um, I thought, let's see, Kamal Nanjiani. Mhm. So they said that he really didn't have to bulk up for this role; like, no one asked him to. Mhm. I really wish he didn't.
1: Really? Why is that?
0: Because he's his same stupid self.
1: <laughs> uh- like he's
0: actually funnier in the movie he did with, um. What's her oh, name? Oh, Issa
1: Rae? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that dating movie they did together. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: He was really funny and his his jokes were well timed in there, and I think in this movie he's just a distraction. Like he's the fucking idiot foil fucking guy.
1: I think that belongs to uh Harish Patel's character, called, uh Karan. That that was that was the assistant. That was his Yeah, assistant. but
0: he even was he was like the foil's foil. Like he made more <laughs> sense than kumal nanjiani did
1: I like i said that he was the foils foil
0: he was <laughs> <laughs> um sprite was also kind of distracting mm-hmm. she didn't have an arc not much of one and that's funny
1: because like th- for, um this th- like this movie they take bits of jack um they take bits of jack kirby's uh Eter- run up for the eternals and they take some of neil gaiman's um, run in the comics that I was reading from Neil Gaiman, mm-hmm. and it's so funny because you said like you said Sprite was like her character, like her arc was like what pointless. Or something she like
0: she that. didn't really have one or much of one.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing. Like they do an, they they take her arc from the comics and they apply it to a different character, Ugh. and I remember going like, why? Like it, I because like in the comics, Sprite's arc, a particular arc. I'm not spoiling it or anything like that but if you know what i'm talking if you know what i'm talking about that means you've like read the comics so you're already just like all right i see what's going on that character's arc makes more sense because it makes that character so more sympathetic yeah you're just like oh i get why you're pissed you know and shit like that right yeah and they take that arc and they kind of apply it apply it to icarus um and they do something else with it and i'm just like that that just kind of seems kind of doo-doo like yeah, I don't like how like, they were so doing
0: he doesn't make sense and sprite doesn't make sense And then, like, I liked Makari, but you didn't get enough of her. Mm -hmm. Druig, I liked towards the beginning because he was making a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. And then towards the end, he was making no sense. Like, when they caught back up with him towards the middle.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what
0: the fuck? Yeah. Like, and then Gilgamesh is, like, my favorite. I... (sighs) just because he's like a very loving guy
1: yeah yeah he, like yeah uh uh mandong Siok, uh who played gilgamesh yeah he was he was like that he was that lovable teddy bear just like oh i like this <laughs> character oh, yeah. he's so like nice.
0: he's the one who made the most sense because he really just wanted everyone to get along
1: yeah yeah I, I get you i get you um so what did you so what did you think of chloe zell's directing though
0: it was doo-doo i mean like really you thought it was doo I thought it was doo doo. I thought with all the expedition expedition exposition dumps <laughs> and like of,
1: that's a lot of gas going vehicles.
0: <laughs> um, it was pretty and mm-hmm. and lacking any sense.
1: Okay, so
0: I, like it, it 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 was a cohesive film mm-hmm. that I gave zero fucks about. Wow. Okay. You know what I mean? It just yeah. couldn't draw me in. Yeah. And that's. What a director supposed to do, and I feel like who 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 wrote? I mean, she even wrote it too. Like
1: yeah, she's one of the writers. Yeah,
0: I got a sense that she only came on to the project Mm -hmm. for the Marvel money. Mm, I don't feel like she knew who these characters were before she took the film over. Mm -hmm. And I was gonna say too, like before I even started talking about the film, when I watched it, I was like, okay that's a marvel film like mm-hmm. and we're starting over mm-hmm. essentially yeah and then now that i'm talking about it i'm kind of getting angry
1: oh wow shit
0: like how dare they give us a whole team of people that we don't know anything about and try to make us feel things about them and mm-hmm. fall flat on their fucking face
1: mm-hmm.
0: and like no no <laughs> like like you like you're they didn't like, even you're do like that. not
1: happy, you're just like, no,
0: they didn't mm. even do that with Iron Man, like Iron Man was like one guy,, mm-hmm. and they might have sprinkled a couple of maybe characters in there in case they were gonna do more with it, mm-hmm. and then they did that with a few other people before they started assembling a team, yeah, like well
1: like and and I think and I think what this movie has. What's one of the glaring issues is that is that it, it you know it's called the Eternals, the comic book Eternals. It features a number of characters that are considered Eternals. They're considered like godlike creatures and stuff like that. And I think what this movie does is that it does have a large cast, but is unable to work that whole cast. And it, then, and then have us. I mean, not not even just the Eternals, but we have like Kit Harington, who's in this movie. And at the same time, you're like, like, you're almost like, why is he in this movie?
0: I know. I'm like, you just wasted a very beautiful face. <laughs> like, like, like,
1: this movie is like, okay, Kid in is in here to like, set him up for like, uh, uh, for like, probably like his own film, mm-hmm. you know, cause his character, Dane Whitman, who like, this is not a spoiler or anything. It's comic book history. He becomes like, what's known as the black knight, you know? Um, and not in the movie, but in a comic book, he's known as the black knight, um, but like it, you like, okay, okay. Here you go. I think this is what this is what it's it's reminding me of. It is unable to do it as well. It reminds me of Civil War, where Civil War we have Cap, we have Spider Man, we have Iron Man, we have Hawkeye, Scarlet Witch, Vision. We got all these people right, and they use that to introduce us to Black Panther. Blows up, Black Panther gets its own movies, gets its own sequel, everybody's bought like Wakanda forever. This tried to do the same thing, but it was unable to like coordinate the time frame, or coordinate the time between each well, character. A
0: lot of the people in Civil War we already knew before we got Civil War.
1: No, no, no I know that, but I'm saying like what they could have done, which the, the writing team, what they could have done is try to take what worked in Civil War, and maybe what worked from the other movies, the other Marvel mm-hmm. movies and be like, okay, let's see if we get, cause we're going to have to introduce That's essentially this team. Yeah. Let's try to like, weave this stuff together, like delicate, delicately. Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And also it didn't need 10 people. You probably could have like trimmed down maybe two or three people and then bring the others later because it's, it would be an opportunity to like, all right, we've grown with this group. Now we're going to see like another group or something like that.
0: Yeah. Um, there was something else I was gonna say, mm. but I don't remember. I don't remember what it was.
1: Okay, was it was it more how Chloe's <laughs> directing was, dude?
0: No, it had more to do with the movie itself and Marvel, mm. like what Marvel did with it that was wrong. Mm.
1: So, so my my take on her directing is I don't really think it's as doo doo as as you think it is. I think it's actually good. It's it's not like fantastic but i think it's good and it still kind of holds on to like her voice and her style of directing but like there's an issue with like it turns into the action
0: oh i'm sorry can i interrupt you for a yeah, second yeah. i just remembered mm. um i
1: feel like you're about to flip me off right
0: now <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is that these these characters are supposed to be very godlike mm-hmm. and they humanize them so much
2: hmm
0: That they almost don't seem like you can't take them seriously, okay? So that I felt like that too like that you don't get to know who they are as a hero that much because immediately Mm -hmm. you see them as people.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. I see, so
0: it's almost like watching, um, like a parody of a hero film,
1: yeah. Oh, like you're just saying, yeah, 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 because like they're like they, there are like maybe like. One or two action scenes that kind of like shows like what they're capable of, mm-hmm. um, like before like they start like trying to figure out problems stuff like that. But like I feel like, and I think and it goes to this. I think it goes back to this. But it's too large of a group mm-hmm. to be like okay, cool. We can see their who we can give we are we are given enough time to see them use their superpowers their whatever their abilities are their godlike abilities. And then but like it's so whittled down that which is like oh we're just getting like all their human side yeah and we're just like okay it feels like you're kind of like forcing that in there
0: now yeah exactly
1: um which i honestly i think that's why that's why they got chloe's out because like i said chloe's out makes more of like character studies and stuff like that and they i think they mainly got her for that for the character study part but there wasn't like an even balance of
0: like like she uh, needed to be part of a team mm-hmm. of not patrick burley and rain for yeah, yeah i don't know what they've done but they on they did not balance her out
1: yeah let me see what they've done um, uh,
0: so while you're doing that i just want to bring up um i don't think marvel ever said which character was going to be the gay character
1: it was uh brian t henry
0: no i know i know who it is but i didn't want to give it away if that wasn't common oh, oh, no
1: no it's common off yeah this dude wrote peter one of the, oh shit
0: is he, he's not, he's not even bi in real life, is he? Brenty Henry? Yeah.
1: No. So, oh, I mean, I, I'm assuming, I don't, I don't know his,
0: his. I feel like that's a slap in the face. Really? Honestly, because some, he played the loving family man very mm. well. Mm. He did not play gay very well.
1: Oh, shit. I'm seeing the issues now, but okay, so. If that wow. Makes sense. Okay. Okay. So, 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 so to, so to, to go back to the writers, uh, Patrick Bur, Burley, 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 and Ryan Freppo. Patrick Burley, his ta- his credit, his, uh, I just had it right. I want to make sure I'm going to say this correctly. Or, yeah, his first feature film that he wrote, Peter Rabbit Two, the Bruneroy. <laughs> i know i know that's why i'm like whoa no wonder okay oh no is he really working on this apparently they got him to do wait what what the fuck oh okay i'm sorry i i because i saw his name under like black knight i was like oh my god they're doing they are doing a black knight move but this is a totally different black knight thing um so yeah, that dude, Peter uh, Burley, has done Black, uh, Black Knight. Sorry, Peter Rabbit 2. He worked an additional crew for Ant-Man and the Wasp. Um And Peter... I'm sorry, Ryan Furpo. His... His writing... Uh... Feature film. First feature film. Eternals.
0: So what the fuck?
1: I don't know. Oh, oh there's also one more who's actually on this list. It's Kaz Furpo. Uh let me see. Kaz Furpo as Matthew K. Furpo. So so Kaz Furpo has kinda Ooh, this is his first script his first feature script too. Shit.
0: Like I'm wondering, like, okay, but at least usually when they choose someone who's kinda new, they're uh, only kinda new. You yeah. know what I mean? They're like they show promise. Yeah. Not Peter Rabbit. Blah blah blah.
1: Maybe that's I think, and maybe, then
0: nothing, and the other one didn't do any fucking thing. Like what?
1: Maybe that's where the the main fault is. Where it falls on the writing because the, the the writer seems very. It seems like
0: Chloe Zhao was probably dragging them along.
1: Shit, probably. I mean, she's done like, uh, and
0: so they brought her down. Maybe.
2: Yeah,
1: I, I, yeah, yeah. I would have to. I would honestly have to say that. Let me look at Chloe Zhao's writing before we like start. Trying to dunk on this. Uh, no, Chloe's out. Let me see songs by so, songs my brother taught me. The writer, No Man Land. Yeah, she's got some. She's got some good shit on her. The writer, which I, I hear is fucking phenomenal. uh Yeah, she's got some. She's got some weight behind her.
0: Damn, they did not balance her out with the right people. Yeah, like yeah, what the yeah. fuck? She's still kind of new, and you're gonna put baby writers with her, and she's not.
1: You mean? You mean? You mean? <laughs> you mean patrick bunny
0: no i mean like patrick burley and ryan Furpo are fucking baby writers oh baby writers! oh shit they don't have any fucking experience
1: <laughs> i gotcha i gotcha to handle especially to handle something this massive with to, this they basically
0: this. put them with a, you know like she i would consider her like a 17 year old writer and the experience you know what i mean yeah like, yeah
1: i get you saying oh you mean 17 years of writing
0: no i mean like if i was gonna assign an age to them Uh. as far as how their experience would be like seven she i would say she's 17 because she has a lot ahead of her Mm -hmm. but she's done enough things that you could like there are musical artists who are younger than her that have a lot of talent
1: Mm, okay so i'm
0: saying like she's not old enough to carry the weight of someone younger under her
1: oh i get you know what i mean and then
0: these guys are like fucking two years old i get you. Okay. you know what i mean i get
1: you i get you
0: i get you all right i got you um that's that was a weird
1: no i get the analogy i get the But like the best way the best way i can pay i can say it's like you have like this oscar-winning director with like these very
0: yeah but she doesn't st- have a lot of experience
1: i know but i'm saying sometimes but that's the thing sometimes you don't even need a whole lot of experience to like show that you are a talented person on your own okay so as I was saying, as I was going to say before you interrupt me, she has all this like potential and all like this really good talent, and we have these two guys who did like Peter one dude did Peter Rabbit, yeah, and another one who like Eternals is his first screenplay, his yeah. first main. Yeah, that's what that's what I was getting at. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was getting at. Um, so yeah, it's I, yeah that I think that's that is honestly like the biggest problem with me it is it is the writing, it is indeed the writing. Yeah. Um. Oh, but back to our was the directing. <laughs>
0: there are Did d- you hear what I was saying about um Brian Tyree Henry? Oh yeah. Oh, you said that like you he said. He plays yeah. the family man really well and very convincingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but you he said doesn't play gay very well. Like it didn't did. come out as sincere.
1: I think he came off very sincere with gay. And like, then
0: the one scene was just awkward. I just saw awkward.
1: With him and his husband? Yeah. I didn't think it was awkward at all. I thought it worked really well. Um there, there's 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 actually stories of that particular scene that like it's causing that it's because it's causing Marvel's Eternals to be banned in like Middle Eastern uh, countries because of that scene. And they want to like cut that particular scene out. And I honestly think that if they cut that scene, it's going to like under, it's going to undercut like the emotional beat of that movie because like we have, we have this emotional connection I'm sorry, we have these, this emotional chemistry, this kind of emotional chemistry between Richard Madden and Gemma Chan and their characters. And then we have on the other side, we have Brian C. Her- Henry and his husband. And I think I, ca- I actually cared more about him and his husband than I did of Gemma Chan.
0: No, I did, too. The, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. He played the family man very well with him. Mm-hmm. But the one scene I just I I just saw a quick awkwardness. I didn't see mm. any emotional. Oh, okay. It just seemed like for show. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Gotcha. And that's why I would say it was kind of like a like a punch in the gut to like the gay community. Really? Yeah. Because like you, first of all, you didn't put a gay person in the fucking mm-hmm. in that seat. And second of all, if you're gonna show anything. Mm-hmm make it fucking genuine looking don't make it look like it's awkward as shit
1: mm, gotcha that's
0: all okay <laughs> <laughs> sorry you were gonna say something about the directing
1: no i liked it i, there, I think there are, ser- there are several scenes that has chloe's owls like touch on it mm-hmm. like her like artsy fartsy style and everything which i really really enjoyed but like i said it does this weird it, it does this horrible balance with like her uh with the action
0: yeah, it, well, it's, it's like oil and vinegar.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so, uh, like, that's the thing. Like, and there, there have been a lot of critics who have said, like, oh, like they try to make like an art house film, mm-hmm. which I mean, you can do a balance, a, a, a well placed balance between like art house and action, but of this like caliber, you need.
0: I feel like Old Boy is a good example of that.
1: Out, of art house, like in action
0: hmm well because it, it's kind of slow in parts mm-hmm. but it's like it's like kind of world building like Chloe Zhao's, and it has like a like a cinematic style too it might not be as big as hers mm-hmm. but it has a style to it and it tells the story well but then there's action scenes too and it it blends very well mm-hmm. and i think that she probably could have done it a little bit better On her own. (laughs) (laughs) On her own?
1: Yeah, probably. Um, Which, so, like, like Chloe Zhao, she said said that she cites uh, The Revenant as her influence for, like, the film's action scene, which I think is a bad move. (laughs) Yeah. Because, like... It's just brutal. Yeah, and it's, like, very, like, I mean, there is, like, one particular, like, battle scene in The Revenant that happens, that, that, that I think it plays out very well. Um... Uh, the Revenant that was directed by I always get these directors mixed up. Oh, uh, Alejandro Inarratu. Um Which that's the thing. Like if you're, you can't really. It's 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 weird that you're choosing that as your influence for your action. And this is a big Marvel movie where it's it's like apples and oranges with these action scenes between the Revenant and the Eternals, yeah. which is like the dark gritty fucked up in the mountains kind of like brutality and stuff like that and then here we got marvel and shit like that like superheroes flying around it's just like why 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 did you look at that that looks really weird that you mm-hmm. go that you're going with that yeah um yeah we've been going on for a while you want to go into, <laughs> you want to go to the spoiler <laughs> section <Yeah. laughs> okay uh all right so we're gonna hop in the spoiler section this is where we talk in great lengths about the film in this case we're going to talk about uh marvels and the eternals so if you don't want to be spoiled here's your spoiler bumper right about now Thank you.
0: All right, I have to. I have to apologize for talking over you so much. That's fine. I, th- I, I, fe- I think I have a lot more to say than I realized I did.
1: I feel like I do that more than than you. So please, talk all over me.
0: <laughs> going you be like, if you let me finish, I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs>
2: oh,
1: I'm sorry to me. I mean, I, if I came off rude, that's my apology. I did not mean to come off like that.
0: Okay. Good. Um.
1: Okay. So you say you're bothered by the choices that Icarus had made. Yes. Okay. Can you go into more detail about that?
0: Okay. First, he's not around. He's just alluded to mm-hmm. because Cersei's like, yeah, we loved each other. They mm-hmm. even got married. Mm-hmm. And then he just fucking, dis- he fucked off. Yeah. He
1: fucks off. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. He's gone. No one, they don't know where he really went. Mm-hmm. And then something happens with deviance and mm-hmm. they're back. Yeah. Like he's back. Okay. But, like, he's kind of awkwardly back. Yeah. Because he's, like... he He's not a leader. He's a leader, but he's not the leader.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I... Okay, okay I'm sorry. Here it goes. I was about to talk over you. Go on. I'm <laughs> sorry.
0: And then, like, he's not really doing a good job of, like, keeping it together and helping people or anything. Like, I don't feel... Like he tries talking to people, and a lot of times it falls flat with them. I feel like, I I feel like him
1: keeping the secret—the fact that he kills Selma Hayes' character—that you know, I feel like he had the worst, (laughs) the worst poker face.
0: Yeah, because like when he showed up
1: and he has this kind of look, I was like, "Oh, something's up with you, dude!" Like I already know something's (laughs) up with you.
0: (laughs) And that's funny because he's not real. You shouldn't. You shouldn't be able to read that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and the funny thing is, like Richard Madden, he's a he's a really good actor, and it's just so weird how he just.
0: I think it was how he was written. Yeah, and it directed. was how it was written.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And so then, as it gets towards the end, his true colors come out, and he's just kind of like, yeah, like I don't care about this planet.
1: Now, see, with that, with that heel turn, I actually did enjoy that. I actually liked that heel turn, but even though I have it. At the same time, I still have an issue because that's that is Sprite's heel, heel turn in the comic where she wants the Celestial to like to, to Celestial to wake up because mm-hmm. she's like because uh, in the in the movie it, they allude to the they allude to the fact that that Sprite wanted to grow up mm-hmm. that she wanted to become she wanted to become an adult in the comic book same thing but it's but it's it's a boy in the comic. And his like need to become human and to no longer be an internal cause him to essentially wake to try to wake the celestial celestial sorry, and that's why like say they kind of give that to Richard Madden's character. I like the heel turn I just didn't like they they use that to to make him do the heel turn.
0: I didn't like the heel turn because I didn't give a shit about him <laughs> okay at all uh. Uh-huh. Like, if they would have made me really care about him, mm. and then he did the heel turn, that would have been um, a great heel turn. Yeah. But I don't think the heel turn in and of itself was just good, a standalone-like. Yeah. It was just like, yeah, I knew he was a dick the whole time. <laughs> like, okay. Exactly how much of like, a dick? I didn't know how much of a dick, but I yeah. knew he was a big one. Yeah. And not in a good way. Um, Yeah,
1: so... Like, but like I said, like I didn't, I didn't have a whole lot of problem. I didn't have a whole lot of issues with Icarus. I actually like like the Icarus character. Um, his final choice of flying to the sun, I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> why did you do
0: that? That cracked me up. I like, was like, okay.
1: <laughs> like, I, I would actually, I would understand if he was like, all right, this ain't gonna work. I, I, I can't be around you folks. Pew, and just like fly off, right? But he. he flew into the sun like you just kind of cheap and you're fucking like i don't know like i i was that that part actually really bothered me
0: um i think that it made sense but it was stupid still (laughs) it made sense because i think he knew he was never gonna change Mm -hmm. and he didn't want to kill them anymore like any more of them i know
1: then he could have just left
0: he couldn't have left because the um the guy, the big god guy, was gonna get him.
1: Mm. So the big guy would have got him and the big guy would have been like, All right, let me just erase your memory. There, you're good to go. <laughs> now you're back. <laughs> Kill him. <laughs> um, so okay, so let's go back let's let's go back about that scene, the one with Brian T. here Henry. You said it was awkward. Which 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 the scene kiss. Did you So you thought the kiss was awkward?
0: I didn't see anything genuine about it. And I almost saw like a hesitation, mm. not from Brian, from the other guy. Really? Like a little one of like, oh, are we going to do it? We're going to do it. Okay, we're going to do it. Let's fucking do it. But it was like like a split second that I saw it. But it was still kind of like a peck. And it was like.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. And that, it's not that I was expecting more, but there wasn't enough emotion in it. Okay. Like, yeah, I, see, I didn't know this. I wasn't expecting them to like make out or anything. But, like, <laughs> yeah,
1: full tongue and everything. I
0: know. <laughs> like I wasn't expecting that, but mm-hmm. like. They love each other when they're not kissing. But mm. The minute they kiss, I didn't see any love.
1: Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't notice that. I guess because I was too focused on Brian T. Henry's like performance and everything. Because I he like there have been so many times there there are people who aren't gay and they play like these gay characters and they like sell the fuck out of it and everything mm-hmm. and back then yeah it could be seen as funny but now it's like no mm, yeah, we're on. tired
0: of seeing the flamboyant gay like yeah. they're not all fucking flamboyant
1: yeah and he like there he has a he has like some gay tendencies but he doesn't like fucking like hit on them like he doesn't like smash you over the head with them you know he's not doing like a flamingo like hand twist or anything like that yeah which i thought it was i think i think it worked well um uh but i think like what shows like the power of brian t Henry, henry's act uh acting is that that part where he goes um he goes to where like one of the bombs had dropped on like Hiroshima, and nakasami or nakasa i say Nagasaki. Na-
0: nagasaki
1: nagasaki and he's like crying He just like fucking man created this shit like i've lost all hope and man and stuff like that mm-hmm. like that scene i really dug that scene yeah that i was just like that dude can fucking act love that scene um
0: but even for me even with him being with his family like mm-hmm. Like you like you said, you saw him as paperboy already. Like No, but listen. <laughs> okay. Like he has that he's had that role where like he cares about things, but like mm. he's really fucking jaded. So you yeah. kinda keep him at arm's length.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: But then you've seen him in um kind of like getting real emotional in uh, if Bill Street could talk. Mm-hmm. In that one scene where... Oh, yeah, yeah. they're talking the, in the kitchen. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. he's start, kind of starting to lose his mind a little bit. The,
1: when they're talking about, pr- about going to prison, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So
0: that's the first inkling I got that he could be emotional and act. Mm. And then we saw him in that movie, the fucking Godzilla movie.
1: Fuck that movie.
0: And I'm like, his character is bad, but I could still... He is believable in just about everything he fucking does. Yeah. So for him to be in this role... Like, I didn't see him as just like paperboy. Like, I saw him. He was the most genuine one in this fucking movie. Mm. Like, I believed him every time he was like, Oh, I love my family. Like, I, like would, I felt it.
1: I would say, I would say, on Nanjiani was up there too, but that's because that, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're making a Fuchi face? Hold on. Because that's his personality.
0: Really fucking shallow, all right. I, got, I got, look okay, okay,
1: not not the shallow part, like the like, okay. I so let me let me elaborate. I like Kamal, Kamal Nanjami in this movie because I like his com- I like how his comedy was going. Like, I actually <laughs> thought he was really funny, right? And I like the fact that he was very shallow. I thought it was like great. And it, to tell you the truth, that dude earned it. That dude straight earned that shallowness, like, not just like the way how he like his physique is and everything. or physique is but like how his character is supposed to be like how his character is like the Bollywood the bollywood version of like i don't know uh, whatever big actor and how, i almost said tom cruise I'm like no not tom cruise <laughs> <laughs> but i think it like i think it added i actually really did like it at the same time i'm so ir- irritated at how they wrote him off where he was like when they're like they were fighting when they were fighting with icarus after like the whole heel turn mm-hmm. and he was like i'm not gonna fight i'm not gonna fight you guys and i'm like
0: what the fuck, dude? <laughs> like, why did you yeah, leave? Yeah, he's just like, yeah, I kind of believe, I kind of agree with him. What? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he like, like fucks off. Of, yeah.
1: And then he fucks off. <laughs> that yeah. part did bother me.
0: That bothered me, but also I get tired of seeing not just Camille Nanjiani, but like other characters who are playing like the foil type character. Mm-hmm. They always play the fucking idiot. He's an idiot. Yes. And, and i just i don't know i just got to, like there wasn't enough substance from the other characters to support it oh okay i get so you. it just grated mm, okay for me mm. i didn't find any fun in it because it's just like all right we get it you're an idiot gotcha you're not funny <laughs> um
1: so a couple of things i wanted to, i wanted to mention this is from imdb and this is like it's a it what's funny
0: you're kind of like all right she hates this more than i thought <laughs> That look on your
1: face. I, you know what? <laughs> Honestly, I kind of knew you were not gonna like it. That's why I did not ask you what did you think. Because, like, even when I'm like trying to find a reason to like it, you, I'm just like, you, you are just like, I hate it, <laughs> like there.
0: I feel like I'm still in the getting it off my chest mode. Mm-hmm. There, there. I want to get that out of the way and then talk about things I really
1: like. Okay, you sure? Because we've been like you've been talking a half hour about how much you hated it.
0: It's not that good. <laughs>
1: Okay, all right. All right. No more shitting on it. So tell me, what did you like about it?
0: (sighs) Okay. Even though Cersei looked perplexed Mm -hmm. most of the time, Mm -hmm. I thought she was actually a strong enough character to play that part. Like, she...
1: Uh, Gemma, Gemma Chan? Yeah. Okay.
0: Like, she was believable in her role, and I really believe that she... She was awkward, Mm -hmm. but in a, I don't know if I'm ready for this kind of way.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. uh, That part was totally believable.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. And so I really liked her and I really think they could build more off of her. Mm -hmm. Um, hmm so Sosama Hayek's character, I kind of did really like her too. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I wish we would have got more of her. Mm Mm-hmm. Or they would have gave the heel turn to her. Oh,
1: that would have be been a nice heel turn. People would have be been like, wow, this person, this mother. yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because you could totally see in two lights, right? Like she's the mother, she wants to like to care for this team, but at the same time mm-hmm. she wants to maybe like create life, help create life in like other galaxies and stuff.
1: Yeah. I, I And
0: so if she would have just been like, Yeah, I, I care about this earth too, but there will be more like it
1: yeah i can totally see that that that's a very um that is a very uh the brighter the what do they call it? the brighter the picture the darker the negative yeah that would have been a, i think I, you're almost right. like I, how
0: thanos was thinking
1: yeah i think you know i think that would have really worked i think that really would have worked yeah um they probably didn't do it because from what i read like some of hayek's been signed up for like multiple marvel movies so oh. maybe, so maybe maybe that's why how
0: they fucking killed her
1: <sighs> flashbacks maybe
0: Oh well, I mean,
1: she does die, but the way how the eternals go is that um they actually never die like they they are their essence is brought back uh through like a uh I forget what it's called a type of machine
0: like it's some sort of generator or something yeah, yeah yeah so like even though even though
1: Icarus like which makes his death completely pointless now, <laughs> even though he flew into the sun, they're gonna he's gonna come right back He
0: probably didn't really understand the full
1: oh the extent of extent
0: his. of like how they're brought back and stuff.
1: Yeah, that is true. I think uh if I remember correctly, well, I don't I'm not sure. I don't because they've kind of like redone Eternals a number of times, so I don't know how Jack Kirby's run is. But like uh and Neil Gaiman's run, like they they do realize they do know like okay, like when we die we do come back. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um Kit Harrington, I actually really liked his character.
1: Oh, Dane Whitman, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, they really set that character up like, oh, you're going to see him again.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I felt like he wasn't too scared about everything that was going on. And mm-hmm. he, like, wasn't really able to help. But, like, mm-hmm. he wanted to. Okay. So I think that meant a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like Sprite. Okay. I didn't like her choices and how angry she was. But she wasn't, like, too angry mm-hmm. for most of it. Yeah. Um, I just didn't like how she was written, but like, like she was so stunted. Mm. Um, and I did like Brian T. Henry, Tyree Henry, like I said,
1: I know you did like Mondong Suk as Gilgamesh.
0: I really liked him. I mm. thought he was funny.
1: He was definitely like the heart of, mm-hmm. of the thing. And they, they, they really did that well with him. My only gripe with that character is, like, some of his shit, I couldn't understand what he was saying.
0: Yeah. The same thing. Yeah. Um. It's funny, because it's like, if he's not trying to have his accent, mm-hmm. his accent is worse than if he just has it. <laughs> yeah. It was like he was trying to tone it down, and it was actually making it worse.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He tried to, like, too, like, too much, Uh, I could say, maybe Americanize his, his voice. Then like, he
0: just started mumbling. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> like, oh, dude, don't do that. Don't do that, man. <laughs>
0: Um yeah, and I so I liked Druid but like what he could have been, I guess. So
1: okay, so the Druid character, they they did something they did they really did something different with the Druid character in the comic book, he's more seen as the villain. As the one who's always trying to take up the position that Ajax has. Where she where Ajax is in contact with the Celestial, um, Druid is constantly trying to get that role. Mm. Um so okay, so supposedly, like I said, this is just this is just rumors. This is IMDb. It said supposedly uh, Keanu Reeves, Luke, Luke Evans, Rami Malek, and Ian McShane were considered f- for the role of Drew Egg. Drew, Drew Egg.
0: Well, I'm actually just glad they gave it to Barry Keegan.
1: I like that dude.
0: That he's dude's so fucking, fucking good.
1: That dude's so fucking creepy. Everything he's like, he's so fucking creepy.
0: He reminds me of the guy from The Gift like Old, in the eye.
1: uh Joel Edgerton? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah,
0: you're right. You're right. They holy look related. They do holy
1: fuck. Watch <laughs> their like distant cousins or some shit? <laughs> um
0: mm. so yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I did like the CGI with the the, the celestial, celestial? The, especially the one that was being born. Mm-hmm. Like when it started to come out and they were freezing it. Yeah, okay. That was really good. So,
1: here's the thing. I w- that this is this is what this is why I another reason why I still do like it. I want to see the implications of what's going to happen after. Yeah, like we the Earth knows of the Celestials. There, there is a Celestial sticking half of his like some of his body out. <laughs> I want to see how that's going to affect the 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 next Marvel movies. Like mm-hmm. what the
0: fuck? Yeah,
1: you know I'm so curious about that now.
0: And also, it made me think too. Like Thanos doesn't seem as much of a villain now.
1: <laughs> like, you're like he was, was kind of right.
0: Well, not that he was right. Uh. But like. So he's he not, he's killed not, half he, the people uh he essentially saved the world
1: yeah he's not he's not donald's is bad but he's not celestial he's not that that celestial bad i wait let me know but out. the fact
0: that he did the what they call the blip yeah he basically stopped the celestial <laughs> so he's basically saved the world and no one knew it and no one's giving him credit you know what i mean <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: yeah i get you <laughs> uh what's the celestial's name from uh Let me see. What the fuck does
0: that dude's name? Was it Armish or something like that?
1: Yeah. His name was. Who's who's the celestial? The red guy. Yeah, I think his name is Armish.
0: R. It's Armish.
1: Armish. Armish. Armish.
0: They they put an A after the R that wasn't there every time they said it. Okay. Um. Okay.
1: So. Oh, you said you found the ending? Which, which you said something about the ending being hilarious?
0: Oh, when he went into the fucking sun. Oh, okay. I'm laughing.
1: Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. So we've we've been we've been running on this for a little a little while. Let's let's try to get to the post the post and the mid credit stuff. All right. So first of all, I had already known what the make I, I knew who was going to pop up in the mid credit scene because it got spoiled. Right, yeah, this is the one that got spoiled, right i, I, I I'm sorry I, I just knew that it was it was Harry Styles and he was coming out he came out as uh eros right? And mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, wait, what and, you know so that's one, right? so I think that's cool because eros is um he is also an eternal from my from if uh, I remember correctly I think he's also he's also an eternal um he's the brother of Thanos, okay. And he's just like, he gets in the ship and he's like, hey, like we're going to go find more Eternals, right? So that right there, I'm just like, okay, cool. They're like going into the whole cosmic thing, right? Which I'm just like, all right. They're going wild, right? With mm-hmm. this shit. You know what's one of his powers? What? Other than like flight and like durability and stuff like that, one of his powers is that he essentially can turn you on. He makes you fall in love with him. And they did this whole arc about essentially, like, his powers is, like, might be considered as, like, date rape. Oh. Like, this whole thing. But, like, they they changed it. They, like, fixed it by saying, like, oh, no, he was, like, under the mind control of, like, Thanos. Blah, blah, blah. All that kind of stuff. Right?
0: I want to know how the fuck he's related to Thanos. That's his brother. No, but how? Like... How did they grow up together? Like, oh, they oh. don't seem related at all. Well, what happened was that. So, what happened? So, like, Thanos is an Eternal, too?
1: Thanos is a. Th- he's a. He, he is considered. Uh, uh, is it a th- is it an Eternal, or is he a Titan?
0: Well, he's the Mad Titan.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I'm sorry. They're considered Titans, right? Um, uh, but what happened was that Thanos has what's called the Deviant Gene in him. And that's why he looks like that. Oh. So that's why, like, they're brothers, but they don't look the same. Um, when Thanos was on Titan, he, like, destroyed Titan, and then Arrows was like, all right, fuck this, I'm out. And he took the fuck out, and he became, like, gallivanting galliv- across, like, the galaxy, mm-hmm. right? He's had so many different relationships. Like, one of his most famous relationships was, like, with She-Hulk. Okay. Okay, so maybe maybe Harry Styles might show up in the She-Hulk TV show. We don't, we don't know. One thing I was really stoked to see show up was the, the little elf looking thing
0: Mm -hmm.
1: which his name is Pippin oh yeah voiced by Patton Oswalt
0: I know I when I saw I saw that and I heard his voice I was like yes Patton Oswalt's in the
1: Marvel films
0: finally
1: finally. no no fucking oh well he did show up in uh Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. but that's it
0: yeah to me that counts
1: Well, I mean, they don't. <laughs> the Marvel don't. They don't consider a candidate. And he now. had
0: such a good fucking arc in that one too. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you saw that part
1: of, of Agents of Shield. I never got. I never got into that show. Oh. But I am aware that he was like in like three or four episodes or something like that. He
0: had such a good arc. You need to find out about him.
1: Okay. Um, let me see. Okay, so arrows. He is. Um. Yeah, he is. A, yeah, he he is an eternal. So that means uh, Thanos is an eternal, but he's an eternal with a deviant gene. So that part is correct. Um, so the post-credit scene. Okay. When I saw the post-credit scene, it happened, it ended, and people were like, what? <laughs> Nobody knew who that voice was.
0: Hmm. Nobody. Yeah.
1: Do you know who that voice was?
0: I read it. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, what is it, surprise? It's fucking Blade. I know. It's Blade. <laughs> it blew someone's mind at work today. Oh, did it? Because I was like, yeah, because like, he's not going to fucking watch the movie and he doesn't care. Uh-huh. But I'm like, you know who that voice was at the end? And he's like, no. And I'm like, it's Blade. And he's like, wait, Blade's part of Marvel? <laughs> I'm like, yes jesus
1: christ you even knew that I
0: know. <laughs> what happens when you work with brokers that yeah yeah
1: yeah they don't see like they don't watch
0: tv they watch football 24 yeah, 7 or, or golf.
1: golf yeah yeah or, or or politics if it's gonna affect no, their business
0: yeah exactly they watch the stock markets
1: <laughs> yeah so like so like i first of all like when they show when they showed uh dane whitman kid harrison's character like about to grab like this sword i forgot what the sword's called and then that part where he's like, You sure you wanna do that, Mr. Whitman? I remember when I heard that one I was like, Was that Doctor Strange? I'm like, I don't know, nothing special if Doctor They doctors, both have or...
0: a gravelly voice.
1: Exactly, right? But yeah, Chloe Chloe's out did it she admitted to uh uh to fandom, I think it was like fandom.com, and she was like, Yeah, that's Mahar talking. So right there, I was like, Oh fuck. Like I don't know, did <laughs> just boost my excitement more for yeah. this fucking movie? Exactly. Um and it and it showed <laughs> It shows the power of two things. One, Mahershala Ali, and two, Blade. That the fuck, that the dude's not even in the movie. His voice is in it. And I was like, fuck yeah!
2: Fuck
0: yeah! <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: but, damn, he should have been in Candyman.
1: Mahershala Ali? Yeah.
0: I would think nah. he would have been good in that movie, too.
1: I liked, uh, I liked Yaya Abdul-Mateen. I, I don't think, I
0: think he should take that that role, but he would have been cool as something else. Yeah, I can see that. Maybe like one of the older candy men or something. Oh, that would have been dope. Holy shit.
1: <laughs> oh, what could've been. Ah. Anyway. <laughs> um okay, so final final say of this movie, because like I said, we've been honest for a while. Um, I enjoyed it. I I still think it should be watched. Uh, I, I if anything, I will probably watch it again sometime this week. Um despite glaring issues, I feel like I really want I, I really want to watch this movie again.
0: Okay. I'm gonna say you should watch it. Mm-hmm. because it's a marvel movie and it always sets up for something else
1: oh yeah this movie's totally setting up for like an eternal as possible sequel and like what's going to come of the mcu mm-hmm. yeah.
0: it's not unwatchable you mm-hmm. know some of the characters are going to move on to other films mm-hmm. um i just didn't love it mm-hmm. but ev- everyone has their own opinion so i'm, I'm not going to say i hated it enough to tell everyone to don't watch it but yeah like you know
1: and, and this whole bullshit about, like, it being worse than Thor The Dark World, you know, shut the fuck up. <laughs> no. Shut the fuck up. No. <laughs> fuck it. No. you st- it be- Stop it. Stop it, you folks. Stop it. Stop it.
0: All right. He's giving you the wild eyes, too. I know. You can't <laughs> see it, but he is. Focus, <laughs> Um.
1: Okay. So, is that it? We're done? Yep. All right. So, what we got... There you go. What do we got next?
0: <laughs> next we're gonna do our variety time.
4: I think it's time to blow this scene. Get everybody in the stuff together. Okay, three, two, one, it's jam.
0: So uh judging by this music that you just heard, that's so fucking amazing.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Mark finally. <laughs> started bringing me through the world of Cowboy Bebop.
1: Yes, cow uh, Cowboy Bebop, or how some people say, Le Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> Nobody says that. Nobody. Says that. <laughs> Nobody
2: says
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the nineteen ninety eight anime series. that was only one f- for one season, and expertly done for that one season. um Yeah, because you know, because like, if you're listening to this and you most likely I already know that there is a cowboy bebop live action series coming to netflix and i it, honestly it took a couple of trailers for me to be like all right now i'm excited for this now this is what i want I exactly totally exactly
0: it. two trailers
1: maybe it was three no i feel like it was three
0: it was the second trailer no no the,
1: se- no, the second trailer was the second trailer was the one that it was like the, they were like splitting the scenes and stuff yeah, like that
0: that's the one you were like oh now i'm excited for this No, but the third one got you really fucking excited
1: exactly yeah so third one got me really pumped i was like oh shit you know um so then i was like all right i've been meaning to show this to kelsey i'm gonna introduce this to the world of Cowboy bebop and um we're 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 not we're not really marathoning it like how we did for for our uh berserk segment
0: <laughs> or like i remember we did um that movie with tom cruise Mission Impossible. Oh, the Mission Impossible movies? I can't remember any of them. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) They are all blending together. Or when we fucking had a marathon, the fucking Star Wars trilogy, the prequels. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Okay. So, so far, I've shown Kelsey um, six episodes. I've shown her uh, Asteroid Blues, Stray Dog Strut, Honky Tonk Woman, Gateway Shuffle, Ballad of Fallen Angels, and Sympathy for the Devil. Um uh, Bonnie Tucker, who was running. Yeah, okay, yeah. I haven't seen you, Heavy Metal Queen. Um,
0: Would it surprise you to know that I don't, I don't remember the sequel, the prequels
1: <laughs> for Star Wars? I
0: don't remember watching them like at
1: Good, all. Good, don't.
0: <laughs> I only I only Fuck remember it. a little bit of.
1: Okay, well, the on. one of them. But that being said, tell me this: Do I, you remember the Clone Wars more than you remember the prequels? Yes, <laughs> and you watch like a few of those with no, me,
0: but I don't even remember. Not that I don't remember the movies. I don't even remember, like, we actually watched them. I don't remember even <laughs> watching them. <laughs>
1: <sighs> Good. <laughs> Good. Um, so, okay, so, Kelsey, as somebody who never grew up with Cow- Cowboy Bebop, I remember watching Cowboy Bebop in high school and being like, holy shit, you know, it was on, like, uh, it showed up on Cartoon Network when it was known as, like, Tsunami and stuff like that, mm. right? Um, so what's your take just off like these, uh, six episodes that we've seen so far?
0: Um, I need this in my veins. (laughs) Okay. Um, I'm going to say that I had a hard time, I think, getting into it when originally you tried to show it to me. Mm -hmm. Because you're like, here, watch this one and you'll be hooked. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't. Oh, okay. Um, because they kind of throw you right into it. Mm Mm-hmm. And I kind of don't care about Spike or what's his name.
1: The the main the bounty hunter the main bounty hunter yeah. yeah Spike Spiegel.
0: Because he's kind of a like teenager, right? Like oh, he's
1: very mature, yeah.
0: So he's like immature in a way that you can't immediately love. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you; you're probably different, but
1: no, I I totally get what you're saying because yeah, because you don't know anything about this guy. You just know he's like this badass. He's kind of like. Uh, he's kind of he's like
0: thoughtless. He doesn't really think
1: thoughtless. about he, anything. He just like shoots first and asks questions later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally understand it. And I think, I think that's on purpose because as the story progresses, you start caring about the character because you're just like, oh, there's like a woman involved. There was like a life that he's not proud of and everything like that.
0: I also get, um, excuse me, I see his um, I began to see him through the eyes of the other guy. Oh, Jet? Yeah.
1: Yeah, Jet Black. Mm-hmm.
0: Like Jet loves him and it's very like sarcastic, like, oh, I just fucking put up with you, but he actually really fucking cares about it. Oh
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: And so I think because of Jet mm-hmm. and how he is with him is why I started to care about Spike more. Okay,
1: that makes sense, yeah.
0: Um and when he when his backstory started to come up in the sixth episode. Oh, uh, the sixth or the fifth?
1: who uh jet or spike spike oh it's um yeah it's episode five ballad of the, uh fallen angels that's the one where he confronts vicious yeah yeah
0: i didn't really care about him more i just was more interested
1: gotcha okay but cool, it didn't cool.
0: take me till that long to be interested in the show itself i think by the third episode was when i really started getting into it
1: mm-hmm. oh honky tonk woman yeah oh where they introduced faye valentine yeah yeah
0: and it's not because of her Mm -hmm. but i think because she was maybe more annoying than he was (laughs) it kind of shifted it a little bit for me yeah um and then when she settled it only took her like an episode to kind of settle in yeah once she settled in Mm -hmm. now it's more of a crew than a couple of like one-off characters that are really lacking in certain ways in their Mm -hmm. personalities Mm -hmm. they all kind of complete each other
1: oh yeah absolutely like um and they, they, they add more to that factor, other than, like, Ayn, they bring in uh, Ed, Ed the Hacker, and Ed the Hacker, Ed the Hacker is, like, <clears throat> kind of, like, becomes, like, their surrogate, kind of becomes everybody's, like, surrogate daughter, mm. like, throughout um, throughout the series. And then we give, we actually get more of, like, their backstory, like, we get more of Whiteface, you know. Why she has this huge debt that she's, like, running away from. Mm-hmm. The whole history of Spike and Vicious. And then why, like, essentially Jet, like, lost his arm and stuff like that. We get more of that. But it's it's placed, like, expertly throughout the whole series. Yeah. Where we're like, okay, cool. We have a jet Centers episode. We have a spike Center episode and stuff like that. Um, which I think is, like, it, it meshes so well with, like, the stylized choice of the 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 anime yeah especially like that banging ass fucking soundtrack
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) so that's what i think about it like it's almost like classic storytelling Mm -hmm. where like if you know what the fuck you're doing you're gonna throw someone into the middle of it Mm -hmm. and then make them care
1: oh yeah absolutely instead
0: of like oh let me try and make you care first and then create a story and then you get really bored and you're like all right fuck this yeah
1: yeah yeah so what what do you think of um Cause you still haven't really correct me if I'm wrong. You still haven't found like your really you're like your choice of anime style, right?
0: Um, I like the dark shit. Well, <laughs> now, <laughs> I think you know that by well, now. yeah,
1: yeah. After watching Berserk, you're like, yes, more,
0: <laughs> especially the last like three episodes. Oh,
1: Jesus Christ!
0: See that's that's so when Tommy come to life. I was like, everyone's gonna die. That's so
1: funny because like you watch <laughs> you watch those last three episodes of Berserk, and you're like, yes. Why there are people who are still recovering
0: from that <laughs> shit that have just been <laughs> fucked in the head. That should tell you everything about my life that you need to know.
1: Super dark. <laughs> yes. Super dark.
0: But no, I'm in like, I'm talking about
1: like, I'm just talking about the style of the animation, like the drawn style of it. Because I, I have shown you like a couple, like I've shown you like uh, Ninja Scroll, I've shown you uh, Akira. I remember I showed you like a little bit of paprika and stuff like that. Um, and you can kind of, you can tell like, all right, this style is a bit different. Like the way how it's drawn.
0: Um, I don't think you've found my style yet. Okay. I think I've seen one at some point that was kind of almost like Blade Runner, but animated.
1: Did I show you that?
0: I don't know. It's just popping into my head from somewhere.
1: It's probably, you might have, at my guess, because like, I don't know. I'm I'm just assuming it might be Ghost in the Shell. Because that because Ghosts and Shells is very Blade Runner esque It's very, what's called. Um, I
0: think you did show me the trailer of it, and I think that might oh, be my style.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that that's cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's that's the thing that sucks is like they still make cyberpunk animes, but they don't make it like
0: gritty enough. It's gritty too clean. enough.
1: That's the thing. That's one of the reasons why I have really fallen off from anime because I jumped into the anime era. Uh, the '90s era, where we got the gritty, dark, fucked up. Your kids should not be watching this type of anime. Mm-hmm. And now everything seems too clean, too well put together. Like there was, uh, um, there is this Star Wars. Uh, there's a series of Star Wars anime sh- anime inspired shorts called Visions. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of them are like all right, but there's only one that I think is like really gr- really good, and it's gritty as fuck.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, oh, like um, sex, love, and robots oh yeah yeah exactly yeah that one episode with um the two brothers and one of them is like one of them is like differently abled like he can jump really high and he hangs out with those kids oh yeah 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 yeah. that's my style
1: okay so you're so your style of anime you like cyberpunk shit yeah oh man i enjoy some good cyberpunk shit some really (laughs) fucked up cyberpunk shit yeah Oh, they're like playing through my head right now. I'm thinking of like AD Police, Age of like Project A C Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, so uh okay, so out of the characters that you've seen so far, out of the crew of the Bebop, who who are you gravitating? who you're more gravitating to?
0: That's hard. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like um what's his name again? Jet? Yeah,
1: the pilot, the mm-hmm. guy with the arm. Yeah,
0: okay. I don't know why. I just feel like he makes me feel safe. He's like a dad. Oh really? I don't know. I like him because I feel like he's, if he's the one with the most to lose in a way, mm-hmm. like he lives so simply, but he cares more than he lets on. I think, and because oh, yeah. he cares, he's the one who could get hurt the most.
1: Oh yeah, you're totally jet. I'm jet. Yeah, you're totally jet. I know. Oh, I'm missing an arm. Oh man, Metropolis, I could show you that. That's some fucked up shit. Akira Cyberpunk?
0: Yeah, I do like that one, but I it's <laughs> a bit aged.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a it's a bit uh up its own ass.
0: And <laughs> confusing and I was falling asleep.
1: Yeah. I, re- I really should show you You should uh, not
0: have shown <clears throat> that one to me at midnight. A midnight screen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny because like at that midnight screening of Akira, you were like falling asleep and I'm watching it like oh, I totally get it now. It's only it's only been like 20 years, but I totally get it. I finally get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I should. I I really need to show you Ghost in the Shell, and then the the the, the anime series of Ghost in the Shell, like Standalone Complex and like Second Gig. That's Standalone Complex and Second Gig. It's a bit more modern. I think it came out in like um, oh, it came out in 2002. So this you can see, you can see the the difference of the style of the anime, mm-hmm. but it still has that like, that gritty nature of it. Um,
0: I have a question for you. Sure. Does Ayn actually develop a personality
1: other than just barking? Yeah. Ayn becomes a bit more involved when he's rolling with Ed. Gotcha. Because they're like really like peats in the pod. Because
0: like I want to like Ayn, mm-hmm. but I don't yet because I'm like, like he's a dog, mm-hmm. and that's it.
1: Well, is this the best dog in the world?
0: <laughs> Not yet.
1: Actually, no. It's probably Friender. from Kish- Oh, I show you Oh, that's a good cyberpunk one too.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: sorry, I'm like, all like I said, old school anime just running through my brain. Just like, oh, there's this, there's this, there's this, there's, mm. this, there's this, there's this, Um, damn. Oh yeah, Bubblegum Crisis. Holy shit. Okay, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm looking at this list right now. <laughs> um, okay, so are I was gonna okay. So as of as of right now, are you at least enjoying this more? Or less than the uh, than the Berserk anime that I showed you.
0: They're not apples to apples. Mm, okay. So I couldn't really. I don't know if I could quantify that. Like, well,
1: like because I could because I remember when we were watching the Berserk anime, you were just kind of like, it's taken a while to like for me to for it to pick up or for me to like really. So care. like
0: I had a lot of patience for that one mm-hmm. because I was like, it's gonna pick up eventually, and usually like after two episodes of something, I'm like. No, Mm -hmm. I might give you three episodes. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what it was about this one, but I kind of figured it was going to turn into something. Mm -hmm. So I just waited it out. Mm -hmm. But this one, like, the waiting paid off in the end, right? And so like with Cowboy Bebop, I feel like it's already starting to show its true colors. Mm -hmm. But I'm not necessarily enjoying it more because i still f- kind of feel like i'm waiting mm-hmm. you know like it's more colorful and it's more busy and it's more whatever more stylized more music but i would kind of view them the same really as far as like they're still building to something oh yeah yeah even after six episodes like they're still adding characters they're still like giving little breadcrumbs a backstory
1: yeah, I get you. I, yeah, it totally makes sense. I think so. maybe
0: it's a little more entertaining, but like...
1: Because I think it's it's a bit more fast-paced.
0: Yeah, but I, I don't... I I don't necessarily not enjoy things that are slow. hmm Especially if I think they're going to pay off. Gotcha. And there were some things that Berserk was doing to, like, build up. Like, mm-hmm. they would tell you the backstory of this character, that character.
1: Mm-hmm. So are you going to uh, stick with Cowboy Bebop? Yeah. Okay. You should stick with it. I mean, otherwise, if you don't stick with it, our friendship is over.
0: That's all it takes?
1: Yeah, that's all it takes. <laughs>
0: Chafee's Jason and the Argonauts.
4: Turn back, Jason! We're trapped! Jason and the Argonauts, the classic story of an epic voyage that has been told and retold since the birth of Western civilization, now presented on the screen for the first time. Do your hearts crack and your backs break? Jason and his band of Argonauts, the mightiest warriors the world of adventure has ever known, in search of the fabulous magic golden fleece. Where will you find this miracle? I have heard there is a tree at the end of the world, with a fleece of gold hanging in its branches. Here is the magnificent excitement of that legendary time when men like gods and gods like men lived and loved Violently. Todd Armstrong and Nancy Kobach portray the classic lovers Jason, the man who challenges the gods, Medea, who betrays a kingdom for love, Acastus, driven by a lust for power, Hera, goddess and woman, who defies the might of Zeus, king of the gods, who unleashes his fury at rebellious mortals.
0: This film came out in 1963, and the synopsis is the legendary Greek hero leads a team of intrepid adventurers. In a perilous quest for the legendary Golden Fleece. That's a very weird thing to be after. Mm-hmm. Directed by Don Chafee, written by Jan Reed, Beverly Cross, and Apollonius Rodios.
1: <laughs> With the poem as based off.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> you're, just, you're just going
1: through these normal people's name. Jan, Jan Reed, Beverly Cross, and
0: Apollonius Rodios. <laughs> <laughs> The stars Todd Am- Todd Armstrong, <laughs> Todd Armstrong, Nancy Kovac, Gary Raymond, Honor Blackman, Niall McGuinness, and Nigel Green.
1: Yeah, so Jason and the Argonauts, um, uh, the film that's fam- famously known for using what's called
0: uh, stop motion animation. Yeah, but
1: it's actually called dynamation, uh, which is created by Ray Harryhausen. Um. I mean, because I, 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 I've I've I, I've seen Clash of the Titans, which came out in nineteen eighty one, and I've seen like bits and pieces of Jason and the Argonauts. A lot of their stuff, a lot of the stuff that shows up in Jason and the Argonauts has been like kind of like referenced and brought up and stuff like that. Um, it's it's funny because like we did this movie because the theme is very like God mode or something like that, you know, gods among us and stuff. And I I kind of had wished that Kelsey had actually picked Old oh Brother or Arthur just to kind of have like that weird combination but
0: actually i was sitting here while we were doing Mm -hmm. eternals Uh, that segment i was thinking we should have done iron man
1: We already did iron man though
0: we should have done it again (laughs) fuck
1: (laughs) we gotta look at look at it twice (laughs) or three times um but I, i i was glad we actually went I was actually going to watch Jason Argonauts, uh, 1963 film, um, not the Hallmark version, which is like night 2002 or some shit. Um, but the most important thing is what did Kelsey think about it?
0: I really like this movie. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right, we're off at a good start. You know, as opposed to our review, just like shitting on everything of that movie.
0: It deserved it. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, even your sound effects are you taking a shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so what would you like about this movie?
0: I like the... Um, every time they had, like, a thing they came up against, mm-hmm. it was, like, the stop-motion animation or the dynamation or whatever. Yeah, dynamation. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like that old-timey acting that Jason was doing.
1: Oh, yeah. Um... Todd Armstrong. Yeah, that dude was. He, he was just selling the shit out of everything. I know. <laughs> like, you can picture him trying to sell a car and be like, behold this magnificent four wheel monstrosity or some
0: shit. But it's the way he spoke. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't just what he was saying or, like, how he was acting. It was, like.
1: Like, his afflictions and shit, like that? Yeah, like yeah. old,
0: like, old timey radio, you know? Like, oh, yeah. you know, like that voice. You can't uh, get that anymore. Yeah. Um,. So I like that, and um, even Niall McGinnis Mm -hmm. and Honor Blackman, Mm
3: -hmm.
0: like, they had such a huge opportunity to just suck. (laughs) Okay. (coughs) Excuse me. Because, like, those types of characters are usually so full of themselves, so they're very uninteresting. Mm -hmm. But these two, like they were funny which characters Zeus and Hera
1: oh (laughs) yeah yeah
0: like they didn't take themselves too seriously so Mm -hmm. it made it more interesting
1: I feel like Nigel Green who played Hercules didn't take that character too seriously either
0: yeah he was a good Hercules
1: Mm. uh I have read somewhere that like that uh Ray uh Ray Harryhausen he like he purposely didn't want to get like really muscle bound people to play like the, these, these. Like, He didn't want to get muscle bound Italians to like play these roles. He wanted to just kind of have like average guys and shit like that. Cause he, he wanted like, sub, what's it called? Subvert expectations. And just be like, yeah, they just look like regular dudes. Like,
0: but also because it made Hercules stand out more. <laughs> yeah.
1: There's a really funny scene. It's, it's with Hercules and. Uh, I forgot what the kid's name, but, like, when they get into that treasure room that's underneath, like, the Talus statue. Oh, yeah. And he, like, does this, like, arm thing, like, and then, like, slams his body against the door. <laughs> like, he, it was like. the it Yeah, yeah. When he, like, hit his body against that, <laughs> it looked like his body would just shatter. <laughs> but uh, I got the door open.
0: <laughs> I think it was, like, it looked to me a lot like that was just a wall. Mm-hmm. And then they made it move by mechanics, uh-huh. so the timing was really off.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so it was
0: actually too heavy for him. It wasn't a cheap-ass door. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so, uh, so go like what else, what else? Because we're kind of on the acting part. Like, what is, what else did you think of the acting?
0: Um, I kind of liked. Well, I think I already said I liked Hera and Zeus. Yeah. I guess, that, and I mean, to me, not many of them stood out because they were all the crew.
1: They all, some of the crew members, they all kind of did look similar. They there were, was
0: the sunburn man.
1: Yeah, I was just about to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the dude uh, Lawrence Naismith who played Argos, um, that dude looked like a sunburned baby. <laughs> yeah, he did. Just all, and the funny thing was, like, like I remember while we were watching this, I'm just like, why is he here? I'm not understanding why he's here at all. Then I realized, like, oh, he's like the ship's navigator. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but he wasn't navigating. I mean, he was, but like, not in a way that was obvious, I mm-hmm. guess, because we didn't fucking get it for a
1: yeah. while. Yeah, 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 seriously, seriously. <laughs> so, did you know that Hera, Honor uh, Black Man, she, her most famous role is Pussy Galore and Goldfinger? No. She's a Bond girl. Oh. Yeah. She's like she that's like she's one of the
0: gorgeous her, though
1: oh she's absolutely beautiful in in this movie. Um, okay, so what did you think of so uh, so i have, I have something to say about Don Chafee's directing now this is like 1960 you know they're, they they have to just make this movie really entertaining, but there was a lot of like there was a lot of like, oh, here's like some weird shit happening and then here's the reaction, and here's more shit, weird shit happening, but it's the same thing. And here's the reaction of it again or something I like that. I know, they, they
0: keep should, they did kind of drag some things out. I yeah. remember that. Um well, one thing I did kind of like, and I uh, shouldn't like it, but I do. Uh when they woke up the that big bronze guy.
1: Oh, Talos. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And he's walking in the water. Uh. And he's like You can see the background is supposed to be like Not a green screen. Mm -hmm. But it's funny because like it's not supposed to shake, but it was shaking anyway. Like someone would have accidentally moved the camera or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why, but I liked it because it kind of made the film more like they were doing their best with what they had. Mm -hmm. I don't know.
1: No, I think I I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like you're talking about the, the, the jankiness of what they were showing it added like a little bit more character to it. It was just like, oh yeah, like they're really trying to go for something here.
0: Like if I could if I could compare it to one of the old Godzilla movies we watched, mm-hmm. the one with Mothra?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, uh that's probably what King of the Monsters or something. It's the one that uh Ghidorah was on it, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I like you could s- you could tell everything was green screen and also it didn't have it wasn't good quality. Yeah. And like this one, the quality was better, but it wasn't like today's quality. So it was oh, yeah. like, I don't know if I thought it was like a good middle ground where you could still get the character of it, but you weren't taken out of it.
1: Yeah. 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 Cause like, because you know, we, we're, we're at this age in cinema that like, you can see how cheap something looks or like how it was made back then. You can see the strings or whatever. And obviously, this. I mean, obviously, like they've uh, they have done a remake of Jason and the Argonauts, uh, which I think it had like John London was the Jason, um, which I've never seen. But I've, I, like I said, I've seen Clash of the Titans, I've seen the remake of Clash of the Titans, and they're like, oh, of course, there's apples and oranges because of the level of CGI. Um, but with this one, there's like, like I said, like there is a bit of charm in it with mm-hmm. like the way how the special effects were moving and stuff like that, and how. Uh, how the actors really had to sell it like, oh my yeah. god, we're being attacked by something <laughs> like, all that shit. Like, there's that part with where, where the blind dude mm. who's like being attacked by like those like bat like creatures and shit like uh-huh. that. And he does, a, I don't know if you noticed, but like when they had the bat like creatures, like, I don't know, attacking him with their feet, he was a lot of like rolling on the ground, and like, like
0: oh! waving, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or, like trying to hit them with a stick or it, his cane,
1: yeah, or even like that scene where, um, they're uh, where the Argonauts are in their ship and they're going like between the clashing mountains or whatever, mm-hmm. and you could just tell they were just shaking the shit out of the boat, like oh, yeah. and then it's like throwing water on them. Yeah,
0: which, the buckets of water, yeah, it, it, it made it seem
1: like that scene went on for like an hour. I'm just like,
0: oh, <laughs> it made me feel. I, you know, what it is, I think I feel feel a lot like i was watching a play
1: oh yeah absolutely yeah which
0: i think is why i liked it okay because it wasn't like a serious movie it was like a serious play
1: mm, okay that totally makes sense Also, um,
0: you know what happened to jason after he got the golden fleece what happened the golden fleece gave him do you know what i'm gonna say
1: no i'm just waiting i'm just waiting, <laughs> I'm just waiting.
0: <laughs> that hockey mask <sighs>
1: <laughs> Did you just make a Jason Voorhees connection?
0: Uh huh.
1: <sighs> now I want that movie made. <laughs> <Do> you-
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. Yes. Someone makes that. Someone needs to make that movie. Mm. Uh, he was chosen
0: by the gods. <laughs> he was chosen by the gods to, to God. murder horny-ass kids. No, 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 no. Okay. No. He was chosen by the gods. Okay. But then the gods abandoned everybody and they fucked off. Okay. And he got angry and his, <laughs> his psyche broke. But he still had the old world mentality. You know, like... Mm-hmm. You know, old um old fashioned and stuff. And mm-hmm. then he started murdering horny kids because he is the new god.
1: So Jason <laughs>
0: Which is not premies, a very
1: good god, but known as Jason previously known as Jason of the Orgonaut, of the Argonauts has abandonment issues <laughs> and is taking it out of <laughs> horny teenagers. <Yes>. I'm getting <laughs> <laughs> <my God.
2: laughs> <laughs>
3: shit god this is why
2: i love doing the podcast with you so much
1: i think that i think that would have been so much better than this sequel that you plan to do we should make something i know right
0: totally fucking write that
1: (laughs) so like so if you had did you notice that like the movie kind of abruptly ended like they got the fleece right the Argonauts yeah. get the fleece and there's like harrow's like oh they got the fleece da, 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 da. and like credits start rolling right yeah okay so yeah like it clearly stated hinted that they were going to do a sequel but like there was no clear reason why they never got the sequel off the ground i mean they, like it was actually considered like a, a box office failure um and Ray Harryhausen's like love of ancient spectacle, let's spectacle, like the fashion and everything like that. It was already like kind of like running old. Oh, so like they well, just because
0: they had so many movies out at that time of like, yeah, like like, like old era type stuff.
1: Yeah, and like, and like I said, this movie came out near this movie came out in 1963, and like cinema was already trying to change. You know, there was already like no more like. Like, he had done well with, like, um, with the seventh voyage of, like, Sinbad and, like, I said, Clash of the Titans and stuff like that. But, uh, and
0: it's funny because Clash of the Titans was another one on our list.
1: Yeah, it was. And it I was, was like,
0: that doesn't look as good as Jason and the Argonauts looked.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, J- the Clash of the Titans came out in 1981, but, like, that was, like, a rarity, though. That was, like, people were just, they were already, like, like I said, cinema had already changed. Yeah. So no one was really asking for, like, oh, what happens to Jason and the Argonauts? Like, or anything like that. We already know. Well, yeah, we know what happens. You know, he, he becomes Jason Voorhees. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Shit! <laughs> um, so, I, I wanted to, I actually wanted to bring this up. Uh, Terrence Stamp was considered uh, for the role of Jason. Uh, the reason why I bring up Terrence Stamp is because Terrence Stamp played the detective and last night in Soho the old guy really yeah don't spoil what happens to him but like that's Tara Stanton that's Zod
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know new before Zod new before Jason and the Orgonauts. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so okay so what do you what do you think of the what do you think of the style the the um the dynamation animation I love it okay
0: so there's something about it that's like, like, I know that it's different than stop motion animation
3: mm-hmm.
0: because stop motion animation always looks really fucking cheesy,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and dynamation is like, there. The- it's like a like a couple levels up
1: so do you want me to read you what? what is the definition of it like how do they get it done yeah okay so dynamation, animation it's in three-dimensional stop motion animation so still that but it's an object is on a posable is a posable model right an object or a posable model is photographed one frame at a time using a traditional film camera in between each frame the animator moves the arms and legs right um a fraction of an inch before photographer before photographing it once again when the stills are shot uh, and run through a projector in rapid succession, the images create an illusion of movement. A standard thirty-five millimeter projector runs the film at twenty-four frames per second, and so a so it's pretty much twenty-four separate photograph frames taken to make each second of a screen. So, so a two-minute sequence of a giant cyclops, mm-hmm. like I believe that's in the seventh voyage <clears throat> of Sinbad, right? I ate tasty morsel so for dinner. That's two thousand eight hundred and eighty separate frames to compose. So it's a lot of tch, 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 like just. I thought that's in. what
0: stop motion animation was. Yeah, but this is
1: doing like three D projection, a three D oh. dimensional with stuff. It's 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 three D this time. That's why we're seeing more of like this, like all of everything moving and stuff like gotcha. that. Gotcha. Yeah,
0: I like I do like it a lot. Mm-hmm. I like and everything was stylized in a way that like. He was taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't Gumby. <laughs> you
2: know, oh like, God.
0: <laughs> that was one of my favorite shows growing up. I don't remember anything about it. I just it was my fucking favorite. <laughs> oh
1: my God. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, and like even there's even like a part where it's kind of like a Hydra creature that like pops up oh, near yeah. the end. Yeah, even that looked cool. I was like, wow, even that looked impressive. Mm. Um okay, so which I will take us into the famous climactic battle. With uh, the Argon- oh Jason and the Argonauts fight essentially like what they call it, the dragon's teeth, like the bone creatures and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so. It was
0: funny how they came out of the ground, but oh, after yeah. that, it was better.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's what I'll ask you with that scene, because many people hold that scene to high regards, right? Um, at. Uh, At one point, uh, Tom Hanks, you know, he said during uh, the Oscar ceremony, he said some people say Citizen King or Casablanca. And then he continues, I say Jason and the Argonauts is the greatest movie ever made. Mm. Okay. So there's like a lot of love. Like Peter Jackson has a lot of love for this movie.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So with that being said, the scene where they fight the bone creatures, Uh do you think it's iconic or is it ironic?
0: Iconic. Do you? Okay. Yeah like elaborate please i'm glad i got my funny thing out of the way before this because Mm. what i'm gonna say isn't particularly funny (laughs) okay you know how i usually use this time Mm -hmm. yeah um i think i think it's iconic Mm -hmm. because even though like i i wouldn't consider it as like up to today's standards of mm-hmm. what we could do with something like that. Yeah. Like you know how you watch something old and you are like, I could do that now. Yeah. It doesn't take a lot of skill to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could touch whatever he did with those skeletons with a ten foot pole.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: like I don't uh. think I could do that. I don't. I don't think I could do the hydras. Uh Like I just don't think, and but especially the fucking skeletons.
1: Yeah, that because just to get that, just to do that scene. Right? It's a three-minute scene. It took him four months to produce that scene.
0: I'm amazed it didn't take him four years.
1: It's fucking dedication. He actually wanted to make the... Uh, he actually wanted to make it a bit more graphic. Um, let me see if I can find it real quick. Uh, uh, it looks like what he wanted to do was that he wanted to... Uh, oh, okay. He actually wanted to have flesh like hanging off of the skeleton, off their body parts. But... He thought he he uh, the censors thought like it would have been too gruesome. Can you imagine if he made it like really that gory? Yeah. Oh, I think it would have been like hella fucking dope.
0: Yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like that scene.
1: That's a great scene. I I really like that scene. I have seen it before, but I've I've never actually like seen it like within the context of the film. Mm-hmm. But like watching do that, you would,
0: like it more with the film. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Because like the whole lead up where like uh, Jason are gonna have to get the golden Fleece. Like there's the betrayal from uh, what's the what's the cat's name? Um, oh, I can't remember. They do like Polar- Polaris or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that whole betrayal, and then like holy shit, are they gonna get away and everything? I like because like during the movie we're seeing we're seeing the stop motion um we're seeing like these characters but there's still like a disconnect between the creatures and the characters like when they're fighting against it or trying to run away
2: mm-hmm.
1: with Jason with this scene with the with the bone battle with the skeleton battle and stuff like that you're like holy shit I'm feeling like the blades connecting and stuff like that like um even when, like the like his team is getting
0: murked well I think it's interesting too how the fuck did you get them to stand? Because they're skeletons. Mm-hmm. They don't have a, a wide base. They're not like like Talos. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where he's big and like... You oh can, yeah,
1: it's a series of just like, oh, let me just move this here and move yeah, that like there. Yeah, like
0: the skeletons look kind of... Like their rib cages didn't look very frail, but like I would say like their legs and everything, like I would imagine that's really easy to fuck up. Yeah. And he didn't. Yeah
1: oh yeah and like he's even said uh red harry ray harry Harryhausen has said it, that like out of all the films he's made this is his best work yeah and it shows it too especially with that, that fight scene
0: i'm gonna mention that we uh watched someone like air quotes clean up
1: oh yeah they they sped up the f- the frames per second they like i think it was like 80 frames per second that they sped it up or something mm-hmm. like that and watching it like that it, it it actually looked cheap yeah it was just like oh this looks like some student film bullshit yeah yeah
0: so he did it right
1: he did I, I i i like i said i i also think this that seems very iconic
0: i wonder if kubo and the two strings got any um
1: inspiration yeah i don't doubt that i i don't doubt a lot of like stop motion i animation. love that
0: fucking movie yeah
1: i don't doubt like a lot of stop motion animation uh like creators i i don't doubt that they saw that and they were like, wow. Matter of fact, oh I can't wait to show you this. I gotta show you Army of Darkness, because Army of Darkness does that and like kinda like picks it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's 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 <laughs> with uh, with uh Jason and the Argonauts, you see and you're like, okay, I see why it looks this kind of like uh not cruddy, that's a bad word for it. I see why it looks like this because of that time.
0: Maybe like rustic.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Army of the Dead, which uh, Army
0: of the Darkness, or Army of the Dead I'm
1: mean, sorry, Army, Army of Darkness and, and Bruce Campbell versus Army of Darkness oh, which takes place like in I think the movie came out like in 93 you're kind of like alright, come on, technology kind of picked up a little bit you could do a little bit better than that mm. but it's still fun to watch Yeah. Um,
0: it reminds me of something I used to watch at Nickelodeon I don't remember exactly what it was for Prometheus
1: those. with the alien? no Okay, damn it Th- no,
0: it was something simple, like a little, I don't know if it was orange or green. Okay. Like a little clay ball. And this other smaller one was a different color, and it would, like, move through and, like, hide behind, like, glasses on the thing. And, like, mm-hmm. the toothbrush would, ta- like, kind of start moving, too. hmm And, like.
1: You sure wasn't a cartoon. You just were just having a, a really bad trip. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look, I'm half-life.
1: <laughs> sure. Sure. <laughs> go with that um all right so is there anything else you want to add no no all right oh well big question do you think this film still holds up
0: yes this
1: 1963 film still holds up
0: yep i think it still holds up i think Mm -hmm. it's interesting to watch Mm -hmm. um even the parts that are slow there's still enough going on where it's not like you're sitting there twiddling your thumbs Mm -hmm. um also they're um What's it called? the their mast thingy?
1: The mast thingy.
0: You know the um, heroes lookalike thing that they put on the boat. Okay. Looked really fucking weird. I was really interested in that.
1: Wait, wait, wait. Which, which, which mm, part? You know how up?
0: they usually have like a mermaid or something. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. I got.
1: You. Oh, oh, yeah. Now, phew, yeah. <laughs> now you're <not> talking about. <laughs> um yeah he's talking about the thing that that was Hera like communicating with yeah him, right?
0: but i don't know what that's called it's like like the mast oh masthead masthead okay yeah but they didn't put it on them in the front of the ship
1: No, they put it in the back yeah i think did look weird it was like
0: uh, and its head was down yeah
1: it was like it was a debbie it was a, a hero downer <laughs> <laughs>
0: um
1: yeah I, I i myself think this movie still holds up uh solely because like this is something that like a lot of people should watch. I mean, it has like a strong cult following, um, but just to kind of see like the artwork of like how they're able to pull this shit off, like wow, that like holy shit, you know, mm-hmm. um, like the style, the stop motion and the dynam dynamation and shit like that. Yeah, it, it was like very early stages, uh, but it still looks fucking great. Yes. All right. Anything else? I'm
0: just amazed at the <laughs> one part of the story where they went to the the little island with the guy who was getting beat up by the fucking things that Zeus threw at him. Uh, I'm wondering how they didn't all get smitten for like basically going against Zeus's word. Oh, because, you know, it was uh, it,
1: it, it, it just like Zeus, just like, let me just see how far they push this shit. Just fucking with them and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, like in Greek, Greek and Roman mythology, like all the gods were just fucking dramatic assholes.
0: <laughs> that's it. Okay. That's <laughs> okay.
1: Uh so yeah, that's gonna be it for our show for this week. Um we went a bit long, but you know, Kelsey had a lot of hate for the No I'm joking. <laughs> we had a lot to say about these kernels and I think we really I think we had a really good conversation with that.
0: I think you also need to now watch any Jason Voorhees movie with a different lens. Oh I know, right? <laughs> like this that's
1: Jason from the Orgonauts. Holy shit. <laughs> um so, yeah, we want to, like I said, we want to thank everybody for joining us for this week's show. We especially like to thank the folks over at Your Entertainment Corner for hosting this podcast on their website. Um, Homegirl uh, Judy, hope you're doing all right and getting well. Um, you're supposed to be meeting up with her like next week, right?
0: On the weekend. Yeah.
1: yeah okay. Um, so you can find all your film news, TV news and reviews at yourentertainmentcorner.com uh where Kelsey you know occasionally writes I uh, from the from the sound of it she's gonna be start getting a little bit of more involved um
0: just to help yeah. Judy out just help with the website because yeah. she says it's kind of fallen by the wayside while she's dealing with her stuff
1: yeah gotcha um you can find all of all of the podcasts for the real hill podcast on all podcast catchers we're all over the place blah blah. blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> I am still writing at screengeek.net for the time being. I say that because kind of getting a few things down the pipeline, so we'll see how that turns out. Um you're gonna to want to join us for next week's episode, uh, because we're gonna re- be reviewing The Harder They Fall. I'll make sure that's the right movie. Because I just like went off the top off my memory. <laughs> yes, The Harder They Fall. <laughs> uh The Harder They Fall, which is directed by The Bullets? What the fuck? (laughs) That's what he calls himself. Holy shit. And you know why he calls him the Bullets? Why? Because he is the brother of Seal. The singer. Uh huh. So the Bullets
0: and the Seal. You don't remember Seal? I know who he is. Kissed by a Rose? Yeah. Yeah. Also, somehow lost a supermodel as a wife. Yeah.
1: Heidi Klum, right? As mm-hmm. wife? Okay.
0: I don't know the, the whole thing, the whole myth- mythos behind his name.
1: Oh, I don't know it either. I was just like, hey, it's Seal. Yeah. That's his brother. Oh, but, but you can make that connection between Jason and the Argonauts and Jason Voorhees.
0: <laughs>
1: Fuck. Uh, <laughs>
0: well, the bullet and Seal are his nemesis. Nemesis. are you done
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's streaming on netflix it's it's streaming on netflix now go watch it now if you haven't watched it go watch it now if you have watched it go watch it again from what i'm hearing it's really good but we're gonna be talking about it
0: i like how you just chose usually you ask me what i want to watch with it
1: Oh, because like I I know that's the thing. I know you wanted to watch this movie because I remember you seeing the trailer.
0: That yeah, but I mean the geriatric one.
1: Oh yeah, because it goes perfect with it. Oh. 19, 1993's Posse.
0: Very sure of yourself.
1: Uh, if it's g-
0: bad, we're, we're done. No, I'm just kidding.
1: That's all it's. Oh, that's all it took. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't. I'm surprised you didn't stop talking to me after Meet the Feebles.
0: I <laughs> mean, almost.
1: Almost. Damn it. Maybe this will be the nail on the coffin. Of our, of on the our, coffin
0: or in the coffin?
1: Some way to make sure the coffin's closed. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, with that, we're going to do, because we're going to do one black cowboy film with another black cowboy film, uh, <laughs> 1993's Posse, available to rent on Amazon, Apple TV, and other VOD services.
0: It's kind of like you want to uh, make it all about black people.
1: Yes. You got a problem
0: with that? Well, the white person in me said I should. Oh, my I'm God. I'm just kidding.
3: No, I don't. <laughs>